Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Survive and Thrive, a podcast that brings you stories and perspectives on how in changing times, leaders and organizations can not only transform to survive, but also thrive. As a recap, last season, we focused on change management and helping our listeners understand how to positively influence the change they want to see in their organization. This season, we're focusing more on some of the aspects of creating a healthy work culture and the future of work. Today on Survive and Thrive, I want to share how some change management items can be used to promote disability inclusion in the workplace. As discussed in my interview with Kate Hall, workers see companies that are empathetic, flexible, and understanding when new organizational structures are needed. A willingness to implement a human-centric approach makes their employees feel supported and more equipped to flourish in their roles. Employees with disabilities benefit significantly from thoughtful change management. So let's first highlight what it means to be a worker in this group. According to the Americans with Disabilities Act, individuals with disabilities can have a physical or mental impairment, a history of said impairment, or be perceived as having an impairment with one in four Americans having some kind of disability, as demonstrated by the CDC, employees need to be thought of very carefully in terms of their needs, and employers should recognize that this is a common occurrence and not something to ignore or discriminate against. Even discrimination can happen most often inadvertently. Common disabilities can include ADHD, chronic pain, depression, dyslexia, hearing loss, and more. While the list goes on and employees may experience one or more of these descriptions, workers can sometimes feel fearful of disclosing some of the challenges they may be facing. As a result, they may be keeping some of their challenges kept inside, and that can result in heavy physical, mental or even an emotional toll on the employee, and that will or could affect their work. This dynamic hurts both the employee and the company itself. Since a business is only as strong as its team, cultural and systemic changes must be made when necessary. It may seem daunting, but there are many ways that leaders can nurture their employees with disabilities and cultivate a productive, inclusive environment that allows everyone to succeed. I'd like to just take a moment to illuminate some of the compelling reasons to consider benefits of including individuals that might have various disabilities in the workplace and making an effort to ensure that they feel included. In a 2021 U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, it showed that the employment population ratio of people without disabilities is 72%. In contrast, the employment population ratio is only 31.4% for people with disabilities, despite plenty of skilled and productive candidates falling under this umbrella. By embracing disability-inclusive hiring practices, you can recruit from a whole untapped talent pool. In today's competitive market, having access to qualified candidates is crucial and opening up your hiring practices will only give you more fantastic options to choose from when you're scanning through resumes. 
Workers with disabilities also provide necessary diversity to your team and can share unique insights and problem-solving abilities that others cannot. As we know, having employees with different backgrounds and cultures and abilities leads to greater creativity, innovation, and productivity. A study by Forbes showed that companies with diverse upper management teams have higher productivity rates than non-diverse teams, which is certainly something to keep in mind when promoting current employees. We've discussed employee retention rates a lot on this podcast, so that's something else to consider, and employees with disabilities are much more likely to stick around, especially if they feel included. We all know the high cost of constant employee turnover, so having employees who want to stay with you is key to maintaining profits, and who want to stay engaged and interested and motivated to help your company is obviously even better for profits. In fact, companies that prioritize disability inclusion see a 28% higher revenue over four years than other companies as demonstrated by Centric HR. Additionally, employees may become disabled at any point in their life for any variety of reasons. If a worker is still able to provide valuable insights and contributions, then they shouldn't have to change companies just to find a more accommodating environment. It harms both the person and the institution. Now that we understand why there's benefit to being more focused on inclusive uh, diversity in the space of disabilities, etc., let's talk a little bit about what we can do to equip workers with disabilities for our mutual success. This may seem obvious, but employer websites such as career pages and application portals must be readable to everyone, including candidates with disabilities. A good way to ensure this is to provide closed captioning on video and audio instructions, remove timeout restrictions, add alternative text on images, and provide information on how to request accommodations. For other website ideas and more, you can check out the DOL's Office of Disability Employment Policy for free online resources and toolkits. If you have employees with physical impairments, make sure your office is accessible as well. This includes thinking about where an individual might be able to park, how they might be able to enter the building, if they have access to handrails, etc., The last thing you want to do is hire an incredible person who's got amazing talent and they can't even get into their job site. This may sound really obvious, but look around you. There are a lot of buildings that do not take into consideration accessibility. This may also look like being flexible on the work schedule, kind of like a hybrid environment. We've discussed hybrid work models at length, but I think it's worth clarifying what I mean by flexibility. For example, you can choose to require employees to come into the office every couple of days in a week while allowing your employees to choose those days. That gives some flexibility. If you need everyone in person for a meeting or event, you can designate a specific day where you would like that they all come in, but allow them to choose what the rest of the week looks like or choose their other day to be in the office. That's more what we're talking about in terms of delivering greater value for the workers instead of creating some restrictions around hybrid 
create some flexibility to support hybrid. This is also helpful for those who suffer from chronic illnesses or other disabilities that may feel an impact to their energy level and can plan their week accordingly. For employees who are neurodivergent, which includes anyone with differences in how their minds work, such as dysgraphia or Asperger syndrome, it's important to provide adequate resources. For instance, if you have an employee on the autism spectrum with memory and communication needs, it's better to give them clear, non-vague instructions or give them a checklist for tasks with many steps. It's also important to ask your disabled employees what they specifically need to get the job done instead of assuming what's best. Accommodating those with disabilities is not about coddling employees. Rather, it's allowing candidates and workers who are still qualified or even overqualified in some cases to be able to perform their duties and feel that they are contributing successfully as a team member as well. Having the right strategies in place will allow disabled members and neurodivergent workers to become even more productive. Another thing to keep in mind is that it does cost money to offer accommodations, though nothing crippling. For example, purchasing adaptive technology equipment for employee workspaces may cost up to $10,000. When you consider the return on investment of a hardworking intellectual person who's dedicated to you because you've showed investment and care in them, you can see that there's returns that make that $10,000 less of a figure to worry about. You can also provide low-cost solutions to support your employees, like buying sun lamps for those with seasonal depression. In Season 4, Episode 22, we dove into how the physical space of an office can greatly impact its workers. I highly recommend checking that episode out as well. What does not cost a thing, though, is an inclusive company culture. In fact, it's more beneficial in the long run to put steps in place to intentionally provide a space for employees to feel included. Often, employees with disabilities can feel excluded or misunderstood. By listening to their needs and understanding where they're coming from, you can easily make them feel more comfortable in the workplace. Also, finding out how each employee communicates best is another practical solution. Some workers communicate best through email, others through face-to-face conversations. As long as work matters are being articulated clearly, it shouldn't matter exactly the medium in which they are expressed. Lastly, avoid values-based labels. There's no need to call someone low-functioning or high-functioning. Using labels can sometimes seem like you're assuming something about an employee, such as intelligence or functionality, which can create a negative atmosphere that prevents productivity. No neurodivergent or impaired employee is the same. So it's like anyone else. It's important to treat each person with respect. Ultimately, if you have the structures in place to support your employees, no matter what they need, each person on your team will be more than capable of thriving. I hope this episode provided some food for thought as you create a change management plan that works for you, your team, and leads your company into the future. Thank you everyone for listening and joining this week's episode of our Survive and Thrive podcast. 
Remember, at Consinity, we empower the conscious leader to realize positive and sustainable change. Until next time, don't just survive, thrive. Take care.